From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of July 20th, 2011 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Scott Smith, Walter Eccles, Teresa Eccles, Kevin Close, and John Magi, Max the Intern, back in the peanut gallery. In uh, this segment, Kevin is going to tell us about his dining experience while in Disneyland at the... Blue Bayou Restaurant, one of my least favorite, or perhaps my least favorite, dining experience anywhere on Disney property on either coast. So uh, what was your impression of it, Kevin? Uh, Well, I posted. I kind of did a trip report, semi-trip report while I was away and kept posting on the boards. And I used three words to describe it. Dark, expensive, and joyless. <laughs> I also pointed out that we had lunch at Blue Bayou, and the next night we had dinner at Club 33. And I um, had there was a salmon entree. John had the salmon entree at Blue Bayou in the afternoon at lunch. And then the next night there was salmon on the menu at Club 33, and Blue Bayou was more expensive. Wow. Oh, my God. You're kidding me. By a couple dollars. Blue Bayou, more expensive than Club 33. We thought, okay, we're um, let's see if we can get a reservation at Blue Bayou. We tried to, we, we ate in four different restaurants when we were in California. We have four restaurant reviews to do. Blue Bayou was the only meal that sucked. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, we had no trouble getting a reservation for the next day. It was kind of, sure. Do you want it at 1, 115, 120, It was absolutely wide open. So we made our reservation, and we approached the podium, and we had a five-minute wait, and they brought us into a pitch-dark cave <laughs> where the floor is black and the tables are black and the chairs are black. And, you know, it takes you about 45 minutes for your eyes to adjust and we can't figure out there's a couple of paper lanterns overhead and we were sitting far enough back that there was a vaguely navy blue aura up at that end of the restaurant (laughs) but we couldn't see anything it smelled like a swamp and we can't figure out why there's no tie-in to princess and the frog why the servers don't walk up to your table and say howdy y'all this our is... server came up to our table and first of all he surprised us because we couldn't see him <laughs> and spoke to us and we both jumped and he said are you ready oh. not hello not my name's Alphonse nothing are you ready Again, he startled us I have a little black camera I have the same camera you do yeah. I sat it on the table because I was going to try and take pictures of the food and I sat it on the table, and all of a sudden I realized, I can't find my camera. It's literally that time. I had to run my hands across the table because it disappeared. So I got out my cell phone, and I lit my cell phone up. And I have a flashlight app on my cell phone, but that's not what I was using. I just had opened up, like, my email. 
<laughs> and everybody in the restaurant shaded their eyes. <laughs> it was like I woke up the bats. <laughs> wow. Um, you're talking about a, a, play, um, a restaurant that's supposed to emulate New Orleans. Right. New Orleans is fun and happy and bright and, you know, there's a lot of good stuff going on. It's like eating in the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> they all have on jackets and, t- and bow ties. And it's very w- much a Haunted Mansion. Like, yeah. it's a vest. And a- However, they walk around, they all talk if you want to be in the most joyless place in the Magic Kingdom, <laughs> go to the Blue Bayou. It's like eating in someone's basement with the lights off. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do to Teresa? You said, Teresa, I want to show you what it's like to eat in the Blue Bayou. Close your eyes. Now eat. <laughs> okay, there Sounds are one, enchanting. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight entrees on the lunch menu. The cheapest one is twenty four ninety nine, and that's for the Monte Cristo sandwich. Ooh, that you can get for like half the price right across the street at uh, the same thing. Twenty five dollars Cafe Orleans. Monte Cristo. Each entree serves with a Cajun inspired salad or a cup of our New England or New Orleans gumbo. Excuse me. Buccaneers boneless short ribs are thirty two ninety nine, seafood jambalaya thirty one ninety nine, Tessero Island chicken twenty nine ninety nine. I ate a uh, bistro de Paris and my chicken one twenty nine ninety nine. Roasted beef strip loin thirty six ninety nine. Cajun inspired salmon thirty two ninety nine. Monte Cristo twenty four. Isla Cruces crab cakes for thirty three ninety nine. How do you inspire salmon? <laughs> It wasn't. I apologize. Did I say Cajun inspired? It's yeah. Cajun spiced. I read it wrong. And a portobello, a portobello mushroom and couscous mock shoe, marinated in balsamic vinaigrette and then broiled and served with roasted corn and bell pepper couscous. That's actually what I had for lunch. You had the salmon. That a roast, a, a grilled mushroom. Are you ready? Twenty nine ninety nine. For bad food. We can get mushrooms at Publix. We for grill mushrooms on our grill all the time. And three mushroom caps. Two and a quarter. Right. <laughs> and they're pretty darn good. So, I ate by the light of a cell phone. Now, I do have to tell you, they did something that was above and beyond. They really did. John said to them, I am undecided. I think I'm going to get the portobello mushroom... But the jambalaya sounds good. But it comes with... It's Cajun style. And he said, I'm really susceptible to spice. I don't like a lot of spice. Is it possible to get a a, a taste just to see if I could eat it? Sure. And he walked away. So we figured he was going to come out with a little ramekin. He came out with a soup bowl of the jambalaya for each of us. Wow. At no charge. Okay. Wow. That's very nice. nice. They got points. However... (laughs) That you ate it? No, I did not. No, eat it. it was it was. He took one bite of it. and He said, "I can't even I can't even swallow it. It's that spicy." And it was also, it's all rice. Pretty much, it was just packed with rice. There was very little sauce to it, and there was one little shrimp on it. And it was like, okay, this isn't really jambalaya, but whatever. They sat our food. Did they brought out our soup? And <clears throat> the soup was mediocre. Uh, it was less soup and more rice stew. It, there was nothing really liquidy about it. It wasn't really a soup. 
uh, as I said, John got the portobello mushroom, and I got the Cajun spiced salmon, which was stuffed with goat cheese. Now, what does stuffed mean to you? They're going to cut it open and put something in between it. This had crumbled goat cheese across the top of it. There was it was one solid piece of fish, and it was thirty three. So it wasn't stuffed with anything. It wasn't stuffed with anything. It was sprinkled. It was stuffed with BS. It was. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember the food. I remember being really annoyed that it was so dark in there that <clears throat> we couldn't see anything. Your fish was very dry. There was yeah, no sauce to it. It was very dry. Well, it just, says it comes with artichokes and oven-roasted tomatoes and all that. Did it, you get all that, too? It might have. It Literally, was dark. How could you tell? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the, the sides on these dishes were maybe a tablespoon. And what's a blue bayou potato? That's all over the menu. What's that about? Um, home Did, fries. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was something. No, it was anything special. Uh, this was no. very, very expensive. The food was uh, the food. The fact that I don't remember it. What I remember was eating in the dark, and Lurch was our waiter. <laughs> uh, and then he uh, he did. He walked up to the table and said, "Are you ready?" Great. And walked away. And the um, the woman who brought us our bread, they brought out a basket of bread, was actually charming. Very pretty, very charming. She was hospitable, but she was there for like 30 seconds and then she was going into the abyss. <laughs> the other weird thing the about... black hole of joy. The other weird thing about this restaurant is, yes, it's very, very dark and very, very black. However, the front is open. So if you face one way into the restaurant, it's very dark. But if you then turn and catch the door, then your pupils dilate, and then you're back to seeing sunspots. It was like you're a mole. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> it was like you know, should every, I run for the door and escape? It was like you saw sunspots in your and eyes. And everybody says, yes, but you're eating inside of pirates. Does anybody know what the inside of pirates smells like? <laughs> it's nasty. And that water right there. Right. We joke about the fact that the water in Orlando tastes like it came from pirates of the Caribbean. It's like eating in a dank swamp. And unless you're right on the end, if you're in those one of those coveted seats that are right on the fencing there, we couldn't see it. We were two tables back. You couldn't see pirates. And at I all. have to ask you, at what point did watching boatloads of sweaty tourists become an attraction? <laughs> Finish lunch and then go ride the ride yourself. <laughs> I don't understand the attraction of it. I really don't. It wouldn't hurt them to turn the lights up a little bit. I, it, it fits with the theme of the ride. You're going through New Orleans. Turn the lights up a little bit. Have Tiana and whatever her boyfriend's name was, Prince Naviv. Navi, Navin. Naveen. So whatever. Yeah, whatever. Have somebody from Princess and the Frog play some New Orleans style music. It was dead silent in there. It was dark. It was dreary. Our server was absolutely haunted mansion. So he said to us at the end. Do you want dessert? He, I don't even think he said that, to be honest with you. I think it was, are you done? And I said, well, is there a dessert menu? We have pecan pie, we have cheesecake, and we have ice cream. That's it. They don't give you a menu? They just tell they you bring a- you out your own little individual pecan pie. And if I could take that out in the sunlight, it was delicious. That was good. However, how can you screw up pecan pie? And it came. It was warm, and it came with a little dollop of ice cream. We split one. But all together, our lunch was about $85 for two people. It was, I couldn't see anything. Um, 
It smelled bad. Nobody was friendly. Dark, expensive, and joyless. There was wow. nothing. There was nothing remotely enjoyable about it. It was like eating in a closet, a dark closet. Our experience wasn't as bad, but then we were underneath one of the the lanterns, so you could actually. We were too, and they've tu- apparently they've turned them down to the point where, if you really? look up in the sky, there's a faint glow. <laughs> everyone's wow. doing the same thing. Everyone's got their phones out, and everyone's trying to to read the rent menu by their. Because phone. it wasn't as dark last time we went. I remember, you know, we could at least see what was that going restaurant. On. That restaurant is a, a an example of what happens. When a restaurant is popular right. and gets hot, and then they just stop trying because we're a sit-down restaurant, we're a full-service restaurant in Disneyland, and so we really don't have to put much effort into this. And this is why I say the food in general that I've had inside the park at Disneyland, with a couple of exceptions, has been atrocious. Has been atrocious. The next night we ate a Cub 33, and I'll review that later. But the grilled Chinook salmon with cilantro, pine nut, pesto risotto, pineapple chutney, and bear blanc was thirty one ninety nine. There you go. I mean, thirty one dollars. Excuse me. If if you're charging more at Blue Bayou than you are at Club 33, there's something wrong. And I posted this on the boards. Well, someone said, "Well, your food is subsidized at Club 33," and it's not. No, it's not. Just becoming a member, it's not less expensive to eat a Club 33. No. And the difference, no puns intended, is the difference between light and dark. (laughs) (laughs) Stop grabbing stuff. So on a scale of of 1 to 10, what do you give it? One and a half. Really? That low? We came out full. There's nothing I would remotely... I mean, the food wasn't... I don't remember it. However... There's absolutely no reason for me to sit there in the dark. This was not shutters bad, but I would recommend that you walk across the street to Cafe uh, Orleans, Orleans, get the same exact food for a third of the price, and sit outside and watch the people having a good time. No one in Blue Bayou was having a good time. At least not that I could see. (laughs) Oh, we couldn't see much. One bright spot of this, and actually the whole trip was, I took Pete's advice and I got the Premier Pass. Oh, oh did good. you? Oh, did you? And not only th- that whole experience of getting the pass were they fantastic. I'll have to fill you in on that later. But fifteen percent off all your food. Yeah, and I think that's an incredible bargain. Oh no, the annual passes at Disneyland are so worth it. You get so much in the terms of discounts, not just in the parks, yeah. but I, uh, at Downtown Disney. Right. I mean, at that, you know, at virtually every place at Downtown Disney as well. So. Now, I have to tell you something else. When we, we approached the ticket booth, John and I were both going to upgrade to Premier Passes. We figured with the trips to California, this would work out well. Well, it just so happens... Okay, I'm jumping ahead. We said to the lady at the booth... We'd like to go in and we'd like to upgrade our passes. She said, well, you have to do that at the end of Main Street at the Passport Center. Yeah. Okay. Great. I said, well, then I'm going to need a ticket. She said, well, what we'll do is we'll comp you in to go to upgrade your passport. So they gave us both one park, one day tickets. So I got in for free. So we get inside and we were there. We were there 45 minutes because they were trying to figure out the way it works is they give you the value of what's left on your pass. No, no. They give you the full value of your pass regardless of what's left, but it expires at the same time. Right. 
I had just renewed mine, so mine would be good for almost a full year. Kevin's was going to expire. Mine expires in November, so I would have been paying $400 for just until November. And I don't intend to be back in Disneyland before November, so it wasn't really a value for me to upgrade to the Premier Pass. We'll do that after mine expires. I'll probably just get one here. So she said, All right, what are you going to do tonight? Or what are you going to do the rest of the day? And we said, well, we have a reservation for uh, Ariel's Grotto to see World of Color. I have another review of that. She said, well, this ticket's only a one-day ticket. One day, one, one, one day, one day, one park. And I said, okay, well, we'll just have to buy a ticket. She goes, hang on. And she went in the back and she came out and she goes, here's a park hopper for the day. And he wasn't buying wow. the premiere. I bought the premiere pass. Wow. And she also said, do you have tickets? Do you have your fast passes in the world of color? And I said, well, we're doing the dinner and we get, you get the special seating. She goes, oh, okay. I got the impression she would have given us fast passes to world of color. Jeez. The level of service in Disneyland is incredible. They could not have been nicer. I love it out there. I love it. I love it out there. I'm telling you, there's there's a, a, a charm and an authenticity to that park that we don't have out here. Not that I don't love the Magic Kingdom in Orlando, but there's something very special about the Disneyland park. I love what they are doing to California Adventure. Um, I love the, the the service that generally that we see. I mean, it's been spotty the last year. I have to, have to admit. But... We had a couple ups and downs, but for the most part, everybody was very we good. We stayed in the Disneyland Hotel. And then, in one of the new rooms? Yes. Yeah, I don't think it worked. Oh, yes. We had a corner room, too, Absolutely so we had beautiful. windows on two sides. Now, am I crazy when I say that I would much rather stay in one of those new rooms in the Disneyland Hotel than the Grand California? Absolutely not. You're crazy. Really? Yeah. I much <sighs> prefer the Grand California. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I see. I Completely. Complete and not that there's anything wrong with the Disneyland Hotel. It was beautiful, and they yes, were there was something wrong with it. But it was too far from everything. It was not only too far from everything. Too far from everything. It's a five minute walk. But the Grand Californian is right in the middle, and you walk out the back door, and you're in California Adventure. The other problem I had was, um, all of our hotel was under construction. Well, yeah, that's right now. Yeah, we couldn't get into the main building where the valet was. We couldn't get anywhere. Coming back at night, there were four different doors in the Adventure Tower. We had a downtown Disney view. And we had to go around and enter from the pool side. None of the, re- none of the doors were open. Really? We couldn't get into the elevator banks at one point because they were under construction. I had a real problem with that. I had a real problem with the fact it was a beautiful hotel, and they've do, they're doing some really great things to it. However, people shouldn't. That's kind of an inconvenience. If you're going to make people jump through hoops to get their car out of the valet, you should have seen where we had to go to get into the main building. See, I just I'm uh, I, I am so underwhelmed with the Grand Californian, and I think that it is ridiculously overpriced for what amounts to rooms that are pretty much what I expect from a moderate resort, um, whereas the Disneyland Hotel... I, again, let's take the construction out of the picture and just talk about room to room. Much larger, much nicer, much better themed, much more comfortable. The bathroom is more comfortable. The room itself is more comfortable. It's just it's a much better room 
for about a hundred dollars less a night. I found, and I just, I just don't find, I just don't find the convenience of being able to walk into California Adventure worth the difference in price. I, I much prefer the Grand Californian. I preferred the lobby. I preferred the theming of the room. I didn't see that big a difference in the size. Maybe I'm wrong. No, there's a big difference in the size. Oh, yeah, I didn't notice a big yeah, difference. Yeah, big difference. We also, uh, they do this thing where over the bed is a carved mural. It's not painted. It's, it's beautiful. Carved. You've seen it, right? And mm-hmm. it's the kiss goodnight. Mm-hmm. And then, you no, know, you, t- you turn the little flip yeah. the switch on, and, it's a, and it does a dream as you wish it's your heart beautiful. makes. Yeah. And the, but then it just lights up. It's cute. And then what do you do for the rest of the day? After that, twenty seconds is over. Oh Lord! I like why it. isn't it flashing and why is it fireworks a, and why is it as opposed as opposed to the dingy uh, uh, motif of uh, the Grand California? I, oh, I like that arts and crafts motif. Yeah, I think. It's, well, I like the I, I like an arts and crafts motif. I just like it clean. I just like it to not look feel like I'm sitting in a dingy room in 1880s. Arizona. I've never felt like that. Um, I just, I don't like it. I don't, I, I, the, the hotel does not appeal to me. And especially when go stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And the, it's a, the exact same room. It's the exact same room as they have at the Grand California. There's no difference in the room layout or the room size. But take a look at just the difference in how it's designed. The rooms at Animal Kingdom Lodge are so much more inviting, so much more comfortable. I despise the Grand California. I see. I have a completely different opinion. Plus, the number of service failures I've experienced at the Grand California have been epic. It happens on every trip. I've always had good luck. That's the nice reason why there's resorts for everybody, right? Yep. We also ate in, um, I don't have a full review of it, we ate in Steakhouse 55. And it was a dismal, abysmal (gasps) failure. Was it really? I could not believe how bad it was. I was that was shocked to hear. Service one. First of all, it was empty. There were two tables, and this was at eight o'clock at night. And I called up, and I said it was the same day. And I said, "Do you think we can get a reservation for tonight?" And the girl looks at the thing and says, "Just come down." (laughs) Just just come down. (laughs) We walked in. There were two other tables besides us, and they took us into the back corner of the restaurant and put us behind a partition. We apparently weren't pretty enough to be in the middle of the Or dressed appropriately. I don't know what was the problem. No one in the restaurant knew we were there, which meant that the servers didn't see us. <laughs> so we would sit, and we would sit. Yeah, we didn't do a full review because we didn't really have a full dinner there. We just kind of picked. It was kind of such a failure that... Tell about the potato. <laughs> we had decided we weren't starving. So I said to the server, is it okay if we kind of deconstruct things? Can we order a couple of appetizers? We're each going to get a salad. And can we get some of the sides that go with us? Our bill was $68 for the two of us for dinner. So it's not like we went in and asked for, you know, free bread. The free bread and the fries or something. Right. I ordered a baked potato. And they brought me out a football sized baked potato. And he said to me, I didn't cut it up for you, I didn't want it to get cold. And I thought, Okay. So we cut into it, and the entire center of the potato was rotten. It's black. <gasps> rotten. So, I mean, that can happen with any yeah, potato. Yeah, yeah, it right, doesn't right. look bad from the outside, but it can be rotten from the inside. And that's, you know, that's happened before. It happens to me at home. 
Uh, so I called him back over after a couple minutes, and I said, the potato's rotten inside. He says, oh, I'll have to cut the next one. I said, okay. They came back with a potato, and all I can tell you is he said to me, he finally said to me, well, that ba- potato was baked today. <laughs> I hope so. And I thought, is that the selling point? Really? <laughs> it, was, it was room temperature. Just, I mean, not warm. He knew he was putting a cold potato in front of us, and he said, well, this potato was baked today. And it was $8. When today? This morning at 4 a.m.? Yeah, really. What, you know? I said to him, huh. do you have any that are hot? And his response was, well, it was baked today. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, got, I had breakfast this morning. So? <laughs> it, was, it was just a dismal fail. It was a dismal failure. I'm surprised. I've always had good experiences there. But, I mean, look, you know, any place can have an off day. I'm hoping that's all it is. I'm hoping well, it's not last another. Last time, our, we went to there for our ABD dinner. And I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't impressed with our food at our, the our April was, Our April trip was excellent. The food was the excellent. February wasn't. Do you remember February? Yeah, one? February wasn't. But they also did weird stuff, and we're really veering off the topic here. But they also did weird things where they really crammed us into that spot yeah. in February. Yeah. It was just, and that wasn't the case in April. Yeah. In April, they we, crammed us into this back corner in an right. empty restaurant. Now, I mean, I could understand if you've got a snappy restaurant that's buzzing, that a party of two big boys would have to sit at the two top. But in an empty restaurant, to put the two of us at a two-top behind a partition in the back of the restaurant, it, it seemed kind of unnecessary when every other table in the restaurant except for two was empty. Wow. But other than that, your dining experiences were quite good in California. Yeah, we did. We had some really good meals in Are California. Are we going to do other restaurant reviews? Should I save them? or should Save I just them. Do- okay. Save them. Absolutely. But, you, but good experiences. Those were the only two failures. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you very much for that, Kevin. That will do it for this segment. That will also do it for our show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it, folks. We'll be back with you again next time with another episode of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, and remember, stay out of the damn woods. <laughs>